Hello, friends, and welcome to Men Do Disney, episode 154, whatever you want or don't want. My name is Pete, and joining me tonight are Matt. What's up, everybody? And Tom. How's everybody doing? The three guys who want to help you make the most of your Disney World vacation, as well as to bring some of that Disney magic into your life every day. So put on your favorite pair of Mickey ears, lower your safety harness, remain seated until the rides come to a complete stop, and then let's do Disney. I feel like I need to get some of the passion back into my voice when, when we're going through this. The passion, the passion is gone. It's coming back though. Well, I just want to say I'm really, you know, really sorry for uh, my audio on the last episode. We did a Zoom thing and I didn't realize my microphone wasn't getting picked up and I had bad flashbacks at the beginning of our podcasting careers. Yeah, I listened to that and you know, I probably should have said something live while we were recording, but... You know, we were recording with a with a, a guest and, and had just had some scheduling complications on our end. So the last thing I want to do is we're 10 minutes into the episode and tell our guest on there, hey, we, we need to start this over, uh, Matt's, we need to work on Matt's audio. So I just kind of let it run. And it's kind of funny. I mean, when I listened to the episode and heard. You know, it sounds you, like the good old days, right? Yeah, it's like you, the good old you days. You knew it was happening in real time and you didn't say anything? I think well, I that's what your voice. That's what your voice sounds like over Skype. Oh, okay. But because you had you had like some headphone issue like some you had some things happen that made me think, Ooh, I bet his audio is gonna be bad. And it's kind of it's kind of funny. It reminds me of old times. It takes us back to our roots. But we're here and hopefully your audio is, is better on this episode. I think it's gonna be. I have faith full faith and confidence. You know, I'm I'm sitting here thinking and you know, at this point I think we would normally talk about some news, right? I don't, I don't, I didn't really look up any news. Do you have any news? Anything? Uh, actually, there's one piece of news I do want to talk about that I'm a little angry about. Uh, and I, I sent it actually in, in, in a text message today. And that is that uh, it looks like Disney has extended the theme park reservation, theme park pass, the reservation system through 2023 at this point. So, this is obviously something that's, that's going to stick around for a while. And, and Josh DeMauro actually came out and said that this is something that they're probably going to continue in the future. I hate this. So, yeah, I, I think I think we felt like it was coming all along, Pete. I think it gives Disney a, a really good, uh, a good feel on what to expect at each park. It may even help with staffing at parks um, if, if they are – more short staff now, or is there a way that they can look out into the future and say, hey, we need to deploy more cast members to this park or this section of the park? Maybe that's behind the thinking. I didn't read the article, so if that is something that that uh, that has been said, that that's a reason, that, that can make sense to me. But um, no, I mean, I don't like that. I don't like that this uh, reservation system sticking around because I, quite frankly, it's kind of a pain in the butt. It's it's just one more piece to the puzzle, right? And and look, I don't think that FastPass is ever going to come back again. But imagine trying to. So so now, right now, you have to book your park pass, and you have to get your dining reservations, and hope that the dining reservations you get are on the same day that you have the park pass, right? Well, imagine if you had FastPass on top of that. So now you're worried about dining reservations. You're worried about FastPass. You're worried about a park reservation. I, I like the fact that they've added Park Hopper back into the mix here. I don't like the two o'clock. 
I, th- I think that can be a lot earlier in the day. And, and we ran into that on my last trip where it was, honestly, it was 10 a.m. We were done with Animal Kingdom and we wanted to go back over to Magic Kingdom to ride Splash Mountain one more time before we left, but we couldn't because you can't park hop until two o'clock. So that was really frustrating. You know what, actually, I, I, I get the frustration there, but you know something crazy I thought about? Um, and literally, this is top of mind, just thought about it. But um, the way that they do Rise of the Resistance, do you think that that could replace any kind of fast pass where you could actually plan your trip that way by getting in, just getting in a, you know, in line essentially, but, you know, with a boarding pass or something like that where, it's, it's something interesting I'm, I'm thinking about, at least right now. I, I think that yes. I think the answer is yes, that th- that sort of technology is coming more. Because look at what uh, Universal's done over at Volcano Bay. Every, everything's like that, right? But you still you can't go to a full virtual queue system. Because what do people do in the parks? I mean, you, you still have to have some sort of standby capacity for these rides, I, I think, in my opinion. I, I don't mind Rise of the Resistance. It, it's kind of upsetting that, unlike the fast pass system that lets you work the system, and you know, if if Rise of the Resistance had been on the fast pass tiers, we probably could have ridden it three, four, or five times a trip, right? Because we would have gotten more fast passes. But the way it's set up now, you're limited to one one time around, and and maybe that's contributing to keeping the ride fresh and keeping the ride so attractive to us. Is the fact that hey, this is kind of going to be your your once in a once in a trip opportunity, but but the other piece to this park reservation system is rise of the resistance in these virtual queues. So if on your Hollywood Studio Day you do not get a boarding group for Rise of the Resistance, you just you'd have to skip it on your trip, unless you have another park reservation for Hollywood Studios, because right now they're not letting you park hop and get a, get a boarding group. So that's another you know kind of caveat of of this park reservation system and and going to these full virtual queues is that if people don't get boarding groups or 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 get in the virtual queue for what they want on the day that uh, that they're in the park they, they kind of stuck and they miss out on a lot yeah no I, I agree with you Pete I think all those are, are good points uh, as it relates to this this park reservation I'll tell you I do have a couple more quick uh, news news notes that, I mean, they, they could be a touch dated um, just because we haven't done a, an official news release, but these are just some things that stick out to me. Um, so if you've already seen the news as a listener, I apologize for kind of repeating, but uh, the Tree of Life Awakening uh, returning to Disney's Animal Kingdom, I think that's a really fun show. It's um, to, to kind of give you an idea, it's a short projection show on the Tree of Life. It was popular when it was, when it was there when I was, you know, pre-COVID going to Disney. Um, is it something I waited for every every night to watch that I went? No. Um, it looks like it's going to play on days when the park closes at 8 p.m. And it will kick off like an hour before the park closes, and it's about a 15-minute 15 um, 15 show. So that's one neat kind of nighttime entertainment piece that's coming back. Um, another piece of news I wanted to talk about, or at least just share, is Disney's Contemporary Resort refurbishment has now been announced. It'll start April of uh, 2021. Uh, it'll it'll reimagine the guest rooms. You'll have some main tower rooms that'll be unavailable during this time, and most resort areas and amenities will stay will still be available to enjoy. No official end date on it, but reportedly the refurbishment refurbishment is set to last at least through September of 2021. 
Um, the Epcot Leave a Legacy uh, returns with a new look. So at, over at Epcot, if you remember pre-renovations and, and pre-reimagineering, you know re-imagineering, they had Leave a Legacy um, what's a good way to describe those? I mean, they were they were they were they were kind of monoliths, and they were just parked in front of uh, in front of Spaceship Earth. So these features are now back. They are outside of the park's main gates. They have a new look that'll join together and form a beautiful um, a beautiful um, I guess mural is a way to say it. Um, and it celebrates the iconic program from Epcot's past. So there's kind of different panels and and. You'll find out if you're on a numbered panel. You know, you'll you can say oh, I'm on panel number forty-five and go straight to that panel and find you and your family's pictures. Um, another, probably the last piece of news that I, I had. You know, I I did uh, see that obviously mandatory masks and social distancing will last through the end of 2021 at Disney parks. I think ultimately, as vaccine rates go up, Chapik, uh Bob Jacob has said that capacities increases to come in the near future. So the last one, uh, the last piece of news that sticks out for me, and, and again, this one is a little dated, but I do want to at least mention it. Uh, mandatory masks and social distancing will last to the end of 2021. Uh, so that is the, the remainder, the balance of this year, which um, I guess when this thing started in March of 20, I doubt I would have, I doubt I would have said that masks and social distancing would have been in place this long. To me, that may indicate that fast passes won't come back this year. But but I do want to stress they have the fast pass portion of the lines set up to at least have some distancing. Now, I've also thought is that for if these lines just get outrageous, they're going to somehow weave people through those. I don't know. And the other thing that goes along with that that I read was that uh, Disney's not going to open the Epcot monorail anytime soon. And in fact, it's, it's suspected not until after all this masks and social distancing and all this, all this crap goes away. They, uh, they were testing some trains on, on the Epcot loop a couple days ago, but, uh, but they've ultimately decided not to do that just because of congestion issues. And then the last piece that I've got is 2022, uh, plans or, or uh, vacation plans are now available to book. You still cannot book a dining plan. So it doesn't look like those are going to be available anytime soon. So I think that's all the news we've got. We'll, uh, we'll pause for just a second to hear from our sponsor, Kingdom Strollers. So your family is coming to Orlando and the thought of lugging your stroller onto the plane isn't your idea of fun. But you're smart enough to know that conquering the theme parks of Orlando without a stroller for your kids could be a vacation killer. As parents ourselves, we get it. You're not asking for much. You just want the convenience of a clean, affordable stroller or crib delivered to your hotel or vacation home, ready to use. Welcome to Kingdom Strollers, a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. To book your stroller or crib, just click on the item you'd like to reserve and select the dates for your rental. We run a tight ship, so we will never overbook. Next, tell us where you're staying and choose the times for delivery and pickup. Then, choose from helpful free accessories like cooler bags and rain covers. It couldn't be easier. If you have any questions or concerns, you can check our FAQ page or just give us a call. We are always ready to answer your questions. Once you've placed your reservation, there's nothing left to do except count down the days until you're in sunny Florida. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead and book your stroller or crib from Kingdom Strollers today. Okay, so I left the... uh 
I left the title a little vague. Yeah, I was going to ask you, did you even give a, a, a title for this episode? I, I did. I literally read what, what Tom, Tom made a little brief outline, and that's what he put it uh, put it up as, whatever you want. <laughs> well, I asked Pete, I said, hey, I'm, I'm about to just put a put an outline together. Um, what do you want me to name it? And he said, I, really, I don't care, whatever you want. So I just named it whatever you want, and then realized it would have been more appropriate to name it whatever you don't want. And that's because a listener's suggestion for an episode was, you know, it'd be interesting for each of you to, to get rid of a land. Um, and I think in that in that example, it was just in Magic Kingdom. But we're actually, for, for you know, we want our episodes to have some length to them. We want to have some discussion. We're going to get rid of a land in each park with the exception of Epcot, because Epcot, if you get rid of, if you get, if there's only two lands, if you get rid of one of them, we've wiped out half of the park. So I, we'll, I disagree. We'll you Epcot. have, you have Future World East and West, and I was definitely going to get rid of one of them. No, you don't anymore. Why? I want to get rid of the one on the, the one that doesn't have Soren. Which one's that? I hear you. I see one. I'm telling you, I'm still getting rid of one. So which one doesn't have Soren? It's, uh, it's World Showcase. Yeah, World Showcase doesn't have Soren. I mean, it's just Future World these days. You don't want to get rid of a country? Yeah, you can get rid well, of a that, country. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I was going to explain that. I was going to say, so with Epcot, while we only have Future World and World Showcase, we'll likely have to get rid of a country. If you're feeling froggy, why don't you get rid of two countries? I might get rid of two countries. Um, I don't know. We'll see when we get there. But um, I think that's kind of the gist of it. We can start in Magic Kingdom. And I really, you know, whoever wants to go first on what, what land you want to get rid of, and you have some background to share why you want to do that. Oh, I have background. Do so, you want to, well, you go first then, Pete. Yeah, I, I will. I will. Um, so, so looking at this list, and, and we'll go through it real quick. I'm sure that everybody knows what all the lands are, but you've got Adventureland, Fantasyland, Frontierland, Liberty Square, Main Street, USA, and Tomorrowland. So I look at this list. A lot of iconic places on here, a lot of iconic sites, a lot of iconic things. But the one that sticks out to me is the one that I will not miss the most is Main Street USA. And and it sounds blasphemous and sacrilegious to say that because this is the start of Disney World. And, and to me, this is the start of Disney World. And there's no feeling like walking down Main Street USA. But... That's, I think, where you make the least impact at these park, at, at this park particularly. I mean, what are you getting rid of? You're getting rid of a lot of the shops. Okay, I'm, I'm okay with that. Keeps me from having to buy souvenirs. We're getting rid of Tony's Town Square. Probably the worst food, second worst food at Magic Kingdom behind the other restaurant you're getting rid of, Casey's Corner. Uh, you're getting rid of the plaza, which, which is a uh, not a great thing. And then you're getting rid of all the guest services. I don't ever use that anyway, so... I'm not missing anything. So that's not true. We've definitely used guest services before. And if you don't have guest services, you're not getting a birthday pin. You're not getting any cool thing that guest, guest services might do to increase the, the happiness of someone on your trip. Um, I mean, that's a really bold take. I mean, I, I'm going to give you some points for origin, originality. And um, I'm going to take away a lot of points because... I mean, it seems like all you care about is rides with that take. And I just don't think the Magic Kingdom is the same because, what, you just walk in through Cinderella's Castle? I mean, what do you, so I mean, when I first thought about this, I said, okay, you're kind of going to 
take this away for a short time to repurpose it into something else. And that's kind of what I was thinking. But I guess we're just talking about take it away, make the park smaller. And that's that's kind of what you got. So I, I don't think you make the park smaller. I would love to see if, again, I, this is not an ideal situation for me, but if you have to remove something, I would love to see this area demolished and then to put some trees back up. Because I miss the trees in front of the castle. I mean, I get that. I mean, Tom, what's your take on this? I don't hate it. I don't love it. I mean, I have a different answer, but uh, what, what's your take on what Pete said? Yeah, I mean, I have a different answer as well, but I, I don't hate it. I think Pete makes a lot of sense with it. Um, I, I think if you added some trees and kind of had Cinderella's Castle hidden, uh, that adds its own entrance. I mean, you know, I don't hate walking into the park and and you just get to the hub and then you, you have a lot of trees in that area and then you, you get to see the castle, but I do have a different answer. Doesn't mean I dislike Pete's Pete's answer. I, I can un, I can totally understand it. All right, who's up next? What you got? All right, I, 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 do we have to stay in the Magic Kingdom? We're going by park. Yep. So we're going to start in the Magic Kingdom. All right. So if we're doing that, I am getting rid of Liberty Square, and I know you immediately think, okay, well, you get rid of Liberty Square, what happens to the Haunted Mansion? Well, my thing is you just take the Haunted Mansion and make it and keep it a part of fantasy fantasy land. It's still I mean it's not the it's not the quintessential family I mean it is a family ride, but it's not, you know, Dumbo and it's not um Peter Pan and Snow White Seven Dwarfs or anything like that, but I still think the Haunted Mansion has a place and it is a fantasy. So it's a fantasy, you know, made up intellectual property. I think you can keep it there and you get rid of Liberty Square and what are you really missing? Um, a restaurant. That's about it. Thoughts. Well, you've you've got you've got two restaurants actually, right? So you've got Columbia Harbor House and you've got uh, Liberty Tree Tavern. I think it's a little I think it's a little cheating to to move attractions around. But I mean, but my take is the attraction is so close to Fantasyland already. Yeah. So I, I was not looking at this where we can move attractions around because I'm not moving the attraction. I'm just extending Fantasyland. Yeah. You know, I'll give you I'll give you that answer, but I, I'm not. I guess whenever I whenever I answer mine or or the way Pete answered his, you know, in Pete's world, we just straight up removed it. In my world, I, I'm probably going to suggest, pro, you know, ch- maybe changing it up a little bit. We'll keep the existing space and make some changes there. Might even keep some of the attractions that are within it and put them in the new space. But I feel like just ex- I don't know. Maybe you know, maybe maybe it is okay to extend Fantasyland. I don't I mean, know. Yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that. Actually, three restaurants because Sleepy Hollow's in there too. Didn't think about that one. Have you ever eaten at Sleepy Hollow? Oh yeah, those. Uh, what are the the chicken? Uh, so you got the Nutella. You like have the Nutella waffles. waffles, the waffles you have the uh, uh, spicy chicken waffles. Yeah. Oh, they're very incredible. Good. But the, I mean, the line is you'd wait in line forty five. Didn't didn't your wife wait for one of those? And we ate like two meals in the time it took her to uh, to get one of those. Yes, yeah, so we, uh, my wife waited for a lunch, and we mobile ordered at Cosmic Rays, found a table, sat down, ate, hung out for a little bit, and I said, you know what, I'm going to go check on her. We walked all the way to Space Mountain, because I was waiting for her to respond, and when she didn't respond, I said, you know what, I'm going to start walking back and make sure she's all right. She was still in line, she just hadn't looked at her phone. <laughs> so I, Yeah, I don't, I don't hate this. I don't like giving up Hall of Presidents, because, you know, that's kind of the same... Same thing as, as getting rid of uh, Main Street USA, but uh, 
I don't hate this. It doesn't. It doesn't cut too deep. So I'm getting rid of Fantasyland, and I guess when I <sighs> first when I first thought about this, I looked at it as, look, if I get, if I say I'm getting rid of it, I'm cutting it. I'm not replacing it with anything. I'm not keeping anything out of it. And so here's here's why I landed on Fantasyland. If I cut Tomorrowland, I lose. I mean, I lose a ton of stuff I personally love. If I cut Main Street, you know. After listening to Pete's th- thought process, I'm like, I could have done that. But I'm also like, you know what? Main Street, it's a vitally important part to, to Magic Kingdom. If I cut Liberty Square, I'm losing Haunted Mansion. Can't do that. Too, too important of an attraction. I considered cutting Frontierland, actually. Because Big Thunder just doesn't do it for me. The food in that area doesn't do it for me. And, you know, well, I don't know what the future of... Well, I still enjoy Splash Mountain to the extent that I have up until this point in life. Honestly, I get in the park sometimes and I'm like, I really don't feel like getting wet. You know, I, I skip Cali River Rapids because it's not a great attraction and I don't really feel like getting wet. In Adventureland, I considered cutting, but you can't cut pirates. So I landed on Fantasyland and unfortunately I do lose some some pretty... Uh, a a pretty, lot of attractions. Yeah, it's I lose a ton of attractions, but... I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping the core of my favorite attractions in place. Seven Dwarfs is a top five attraction in Magic Kingdom for me, but I don't have to ride it every time. But see, man, you're really cutting to my heart here because you're getting rid of Mickey's Philhar Magic, which, as we all know, is a top five attraction in the Magic Kingdom. Um, activates sight, sound, taste, smells. Um, just an absolutely fantastic attraction. I'm really shocked that you're giving up Fantasyland because I honestly think that means you have to get rid of Cinderella's Castle. Yeah, I, that, no, that, that, that's pushing it. Uh, I but mean, I mean, it's Fantasyland. You are losing a lot. You're losing. You're losing the whole new Fantasyland expansion. So you're losing Be Our Guest. You're losing Little Mermaid. Who cares, right? Um, now, do you lose the kids area too? Is is that part of Fantasyland? Dumbo and Casey, the big top and all that back there. That's part of Fantasyland, Oh, 100%. Land, right? uh, yeah, it's, it is now. Yeah, New Fantasyland. Yep. So, I mean, like, are kids so, going to go to the Magic Kingdom? <laughs> what are you going to do with your kids when you go? Look, in my reasoning for getting rid of it, the last thing, the last note I put was, I'm just at, I, I guess I'm at an age, I don't have kids. I'm at an age where there's different things I, I do. I mean, I still do a lot of things in Fantasyland, but I do them more as time fillers than I do as, like, my trip won't be complete if I don't do Small World and Peter Pan. I'm going to be really interested to see what Tom gets rid of here later. And the reason I say that is because when you lose Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, you know, no matter where else you are in the park, you're just putting a huge bottleneck on your favorite attractions. And with no Fast Pass, you're going to be waiting even longer with nothing in Fantasyland to soak up people. Did you think about Tom, that? Tom, the teacups? How can you get rid of the teacups? You know, Pete, the teacups were probably the ones I thought most about <laughs> getting rid of the teacups. But look, I, you know, I think we all got rid of a different area. That works out well because we, we didn't talk really about this episode and what so, we're going to do prior. So um, it's so, just interesting. So, we're, take. so Magic Kingdom in our world is Adventureland, Frontierland, and Tomorrowland. That's all we got left. <laughs> Enjoy it. I, you know what, though? We, we held together the best attractions. <laughs> we, we did. I mean, except for Seven Dwarfs, uh, you know. All right, I'm gonna. I kind of want to lead the way on Animal Kingdom. We're all gonna say the same thing on Animal Kingdom. I'm pretty sure. Okay, you know what? I'll go last then. I mean, it doesn't matter. Go ahead. 
You know, I, no, I want to see if you say what I'm going to say. I'll go last. Well, let's let Matt go. What you got, Matt? Which one are we on? Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom? I'm getting rid of Discovery Island. And I think it's a pretty simple, easy answer. And kind of like marrying Pete and Tom up here. Yeah, I'm getting rid of the Tree of Life. I'm not getting rid of anything else in my mind. And, you know, it's going to make it really awkward. And I don't know how I'm going to walk around to different different lands in Animal Kingdom when I get rid of Discovery Island. However, I'm hoping that they can repurpose something. If not, I'm going to get my steps in. When I, when I go to Animal Kingdom, I'll be Disney Dad walking all over the place. Um, but yeah, Discovery Island, I, they could do so much more with it. And I, I mean, I can't get rid of Pandora, obviously. By the way, before I looked at this map, if you'd put me in Animal Kingdom, I would have not known how to get to Pandora, by the way. Um, <laughs> number there's two, two, there's two ways to get there. Honestly, I don't think I could have gotten around Animal Kingdom. Like, I didn't know Dino Land was you know to the right. I just didn't know that. Um, but I can't get rid of Asia. I can't get rid of Africa. Can't get rid of Dino Land. Can't get rid of Pandora. So... I mean, unless you're counting Rafiki's Planet Watch, which I'm not, um, you, you, you can't get rid of anything else. Discovery Island is the only thing you can get rid of. I mean, you, what are you yeah, going to pick Dino? You forgot, but you forgot Asia on this uh, on this list. No, I said you can't get rid of Asia or Africa. No, no, no. Tom forgot it on the on the outline. Yeah, oh. I didn't put. I did. I did forget to put Asia on the outline. But I. I all right, that's we heard. We heard Matt. We heard Matt all the way out. I, I think that's a ridiculous suggestion to get rid of Discovery Island, but. <laughs> You know, it's it's your world. We're just living in it, Pete. What 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 were you going to get rid of? Dinoland USA. I mean, I hate I hate the theming. The idea of this as a roadside carnival, frankly, sucks. And you know, yeah, you lose dinosaur, but dinosaur has, has gone so far downhill in the last ten years that you know what are you really what are you really losing? Nothing. Yeah. So so mine's going to be different. I'm getting rid of Rafiki's Planet Watch, and you can get rid of it because it is a land that people go to. It it, it is, I agree. And and here's why I'm not getting rid of Dino. This is land. such a cop out. It's not. I mean, it's it's definitely not. But here's why you can't get rid of Dino Land. Their Christmas decorations are top notch, and and the cookie, the warm cookie. You can't, you'll never find a less warm cookie than the one they sell there. And it's kind of a phenomenon in and of itself. Was that in Dino Land? Is that where we got that warm cookie? It was, it was, it was in Dino Land. <laughs> it sure was. Matt, Matt, have you heard about the warm cookie? I've heard about the warm cookie. <laughs> they advertised. That was the coldest, that was this, the coldest warm cookie I've ever had. This warm cookie. And Pete's like, you know, I, I kind of want a cookie and a, and a beer. I was like, well, go for it. And it's 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Cookie, not confirmed, not warm. <laughs> they just brought them out of the fridge from the night before, and they were probably <laughs> in a something to warm them, but they weren't warm yet. Hadn't gotten warmed up yet. Had not gotten warmed up yet. I, look, I, I think you're right. I, I think that, uh, I mean, apart from Dinoland, Rafiki's Planet Watch, to, to me, and I'm not going to say that there's there's nothing to do there, but this was one of the areas that I was surprised that opened after Disney opened back up, after uh, after they shut down back in March. I, I, I did not see Rafiki's Planet Watch opening back up, but people love to... That's where the uh, the drawing thing is, right? You don't uh, even yes, know. It it's not a land. No one knows what happens at Rafiki's Planet Watch. No Pete, one's ever been there. I, get Pete, that. I bet they get great. less than a thousand people a day there. 
Pete, that is correct. That's where the that's where the drawing is. Okay, that's what I thought. I, I'm okay with that. I wouldn't miss it. I, I again, I I haven't been in ten years probably. So, all right. Well, let's let's move on. Let's let's come back to Epcot. What, what did Hollywood you pick, Studios. Pete? I'm sorry. What'd you pick? An animal. Kingdom? I picked Dinoland USA. I didn't hear you. Like you didn't hear me just now? No, I, I can't hear you is what I'm saying. I can hear you now, but I couldn't hear you before. Oh. Strange. Yeah, I picked Dinoland USA. Gotcha. That makes sense, yeah. Um, let's, let's, let's go over to Hollywood Studios and, uh, skip over Epcot for now. Cause I, I want some time to think about Epcot. So what are we getting rid of at, at Hollywood Studios? Well, let, let me first, let me run through the options. So you have, you have Hollywood Boulevard and Hollywood Boulevard. And I, I'm going to pull up a map right now just to make sure. I am correctly labeling what is it at each area because when when Hollywood Studios went through, I guess a little bit of you know change and and uh, reshuffling. I mean, Matt ad- admittedly would say be, he hasn't been to Disney in a little while, so it's it's totally different than uh, than when he last went. But as you look at it today, you've got. As the as the five what is it five lands yeah Hollywood Boulevard Echo Lake Grand Avenue Toy Story Land and Galaxy's Edge which is which is Star Wars Land so Hollywood Boulevard has Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway it has the Brown Derby the Trolley Car Cafe and then it has pretty much all your shopping that you would think of as you enter as you enter Hollywood Studios Echo Lake which I did not know this was technically an Echo Lake but it has Star Tours. It has uh, Vacation Fun, which is an animated short with Mickey and Minnie. And it has, for the first time in forever, Frozen as your attractions. Then you have 50s Primetime, Backlot Express, and Hollywood and Vine as far as dining goes. I didn't count Commissary Lane uh, because it's it's sci-fi and ABC Commissary. We probably wouldn't get rid of that anyway. <laughs> but, and I wouldn't I wouldn't count Animation Courtyard in there either because there's really there's, – there's just not a whole lot. You've got Walt Disney Presents there, and that's basically it. So, so then you've got left. You have Grand Avenue. You have Galaxy's Edge and Sunset Boulevard. Grand Avenue is Muppet Vision. It's Pizza Rizzo, Mom Melrose's, and Baseline. Galaxy's Edge is, you know, I'm not going to list everything Galaxy's Edge because I doubt anyone's going to cut that. Um, you have Toy Story Land. I'm, again, that's Swirling Saucer, Slinky Dog Dash, Toy Story Mania, uh, and a shop. And they don't, li- they don't list on the map I'm looking at, but you do have Woody's Lunchbox there. And then Sunset Boulevard is like your, when I think classic Hollywood studios, you have Rock and Roller Coaster, you have Tower of Terror. You have Lightning McQueen's, Racing Academy. Got a couple little eateries, and you got some shopping. So, Tom's the, favorite drink cart in all of Walt Disney World. It is my favorite drink cart. But I would say, for the purpose of this, you got Hollywood Boulevard, you got Echo Lake, you have Grand Avenue, Galaxy's Edge, and Toy Story Land and Sunset Boulevard. So I, this this is tough. It's tough because in each, well, you know what. In each land, in each land, there's there's something I like. So like Echo Lake, I'm like, you know what, I'll get rid of that for sure. But I'm obsessed with 50s primetime right now. And or you go to like a Grand Avenue, 
well, you got Muppets there, but maybe you could get over getting rid of that. You got Baseline. You know, I, I, I go to Baseline every trip. I know. Well, I'll, I'll just, I'll jump out here and I'll say that I'm going to get rid of Grand Avenue. Wow. Because I, I feel the same way about Baseline as you do, but it has been very challenging to get into Baseline. Like I'm talking 45 minute to an hour waits to get into Baseline. So, I mean, I haven't been the last two times that I've been to Disney World. I don't, I don't think. So I, I'm going to cut it just just out of spite. And Pizza Rizzo, I mean, probably top five worst foods I've ever had in my life. Definitely the worst pizza I've ever had in my life. Uh, the salad was the only redeeming quality there. And it was literally a milkshake, uh, like a salad dressing milkshake with some, with some leaves of lettuce thrown in for good measure. Matt, how about you? What are you going to get rid of at Hollywood Studios? This one's really tough for me because, you know, I love Sunset Boulevard. I mean, I love having um, just that, that that old feel. And, like, it's one of the things I get worried about with Hollywood Studios going forward is that, you know, we had MGM and we had that, that studio feel. And this is clearly a remnant of that. Um for me, I mean, I still enjoy Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster more than I enjoy Midway Mania. Um, I haven't done Slinky Dog Dash. I know that I'm really going to enjoy that. And I'm sure that Toy Story World is something that everyone just really enjoys. I, I mean, I feel if, it's difficult for me to get rid of that. It's I, I don't know what I get rid of here. Um, I mean, because we can't get rid of Galaxy's Edge. That, that's, a, that's a no-go. Um, Echo Lake, I really don't care about. I'll get rid of Echo Lake. What am I? What am I losing with Echo Lake? So you're losing. You're losing Gertie the dinosaur. Yeah. Um. I guess I'm fine and, with and that. Those, and those boozy, those boozy milkshakes. Um, uh, you're losing Star Star Tours is Echo Lake, right? That's correct. I, I think I lose Indiana Jones. Um. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll, I'll miss Star Tours, but I feel like that Star Tours has gotten a massive upgrade in Galaxy's Edge and more is to come there. So it's got to be Echo Lake for me. And, and you're 100% right in saying that, you know, you're worried about losing that studio feel because it's, it's, it's not there anymore. You know, it's, it's more, it's less a park about making movies and it's more a park about being in the movies or, or celebrating movies at this point. So I would get rid, this is probably going to be controversial and maybe doesn't make a whole lot of sense because I see where Matt's going with Echo Lake. I, I can, you know, see what, where Pete's going. But I'm going to get rid of uh, of Hollywood Boulevard. And, you know, I know that's kind of like ripping the guts of it out. And, you know, Pete got rid of Main Street, and I didn't really agree with him, but could understand the thinking. I'm kind of going this, the same, I guess, the same direction here. And I guess the thought is I'm not a huge fan of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And I, I don't think uh, – there's really nothing else within within that area that that would make me want to keep it, and so if I if I were to keep it, you know what I, it's basically I'm asking myself would I rather have Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway or would I rather have Fifties Prime Time? I'd rather have Fifties Prime Time because the food is already really? scarce in Hollywood Studios. So if you have to eat at a restaurant, at least in the last two times I've been, Fifties was very good. Uh, so that's uh, that's kind of where I'm at with my decision there. Interesting. 
so last but not least, we have Epcot, and as we've we've kind of already hinted at, you know, we're we're we have Future World and we have World Showcase. They are they are two independent lands portions of the park. They they uh, really feel disconnected. Like when you're in there right now, just with all the construction going on. So I, I can lead it off, and obviously I'm not going to get rid of Future World. I'm going to get rid of at least one country, but but likely two. Um, I guess I'll get rid of one country to start, and if we if we have time for it, I'll come back and get rid of a, a second one. That doesn't make the cut for me. I'm getting rid of Germany. Germany just doesn't do it for me. I I know it's one of Pete's favorite countries. I know that um, there are a lot of people that, that love beer garden. There are a lot of people that love brats and beer, and that's just not my speed. Germany is uh, somewhere that I I very quickly get in and get out. Uh, I don't spend a lot of time. And maybe during Christmas, we do look at all the ornaments within Germany. But outside of that, I don't have a ton of use for Germany. Matt? I am getting rid of China. I don't don't really see a use for it. I mean, I don't really care that much for reflections of China. I can get Chinese food anywhere I want when you know when I'm when I'm not in the Disney parks. Um, Fair. I, I I like Mexico. I like Norway, and for some reason, China just tends to be a buzzkill when I'm going that direction. Really, not much there. So um, I'm de- I'm gonna get rid of China. I thought about getting rid of International Gateway, but that that'd be a bad move because that that connects the Boardwalk and and Hollywood Studios for a good little walk there. I thought about that. That that's definitely not something that you can really do. Um, I would get rid of <laughs> Future World East though, because I think Test Track's overrated. I don't like Mission Space. Um, I know that Future World's one thing, but everyone everyone knows you have an East and a West. Like Tom said, it's it's disconjointed as it is. So I'm getting rid of East and I'm hoping they do better things there. And then obviously China because nothing there. Yeah. I mean, I, China was a buzzkill for me kind of on, on my last trip too, but uh, I, I'm okay with that. I, I'm going to actually go with another Asian country. I'm getting rid of Japan. I, I Because at this point, it, it's kind of like the world showcase kind of becomes a slog at this point. You know, you come out of the you come out of the uh, the American Adventure and and you hit Japan and it's just like hitting a roadblock. And and yeah, the the huge store is is cool, but I've I've never bought anything there. I've never really had anything interest me there, other than I I do want to see Tom buy a buy a pearl at some point. But uh, yeah, I think I think for me it's Japan. I, I, if I'm cutting a country, I'm going to cut Japan. I think my pearl dying, my pearl dying, my pearl buying days are over. Um, pretty traumatic experience when, but, but I mean, Disney gave me my money back. It was like the crying kid thing. You know, they couldn't guarantee me a, a bigger pearl. Uh, so they just gave me my money back. But yeah, I mean, Japan has changed drastically. I will tell you if oh, there's, if there yeah. are two countries I was gonna, I yeah. dread, I was going to say that I- Japan's one of them. Yeah, I was going to say that, and, and I, this would have never made my list until they cut the Taiko drummers out. And when they cut the Taiko drummers out, Japan is now dead to me. Uh, yeah, I just think that, I think we hit the nail on the head there with China and Japan. If you have to get rid of two, they offer the least. They just offer the least. I mean, are they superpowers in the, in the world? Sure. You know, they're superpowers and... <laughs> Yeah, I don't want any retribution coming our way for getting rid of China and Japan <laughs> in the World Showcase. So I might back off my 
<laughs> I might I might back off my um my my stance here and, and just get rid of Canada because I don't got to worry about any backlash there. You're losing the you're losing the China bathrooms too, which are not they're not tops anymore. I mean, if, if you really look, gone downhill, I mean that walk from China to Germany, it's a long walk, and if I can just somehow start in Germany. <laughs> Just get teleported there and work my way around. You know, it, it kind of solves a lot of problems. Yeah, it's such a short walk going from Canada to Mexico. Um, it's, they're right <laughs> next door, actually. You're right. So, you know uh, what? You know I mean. what? I feel personally attacked that you guys took out China. I, I think that's I what Matt was doing. I didn't going take for. out China. So, where do you where do you get those right. little devil sticks that or fire sticks you hit around? Is that China? That's China. Oh well, that, that, that's, that's why you're that's why you're upset. My favorite drink, maybe ever created outside of a bourbon and coke, is in China. There you go. Is there anything else? You know, we've hit the parks. Is there anything else that you'd be willing to get rid of that's Disney related? I mean, if you had to pick one of the four big hotels or resorts, which one would you get rid of? It, I was hold on before we start. That if if we're if we're gonna say things we can get rid of that are Disney related. If Matt can be considered Disney related, I know he's barely on the podcast. I would get rid of him for getting rid of China. Well, uh, he is personally attacked. I mean, Tom, I feel like you could have really hit me a lot harder if you got rid of turkey legs in the park, but you went straight for me. Just, just as, um, like, just as infrequently as you're on the podcast, that's like the same percentage of turkey leg you would eat. So if you're on the podcast like eight percent of the time, you ate like eight percent turkey leg. <laughs> Turkey legs don't even know; they don't even fear you. Brutal. I mean, so, I don't understand what just happened, but we'll just let it roll. Tom's Tom's had a bad day. You got boom roasted, is what just happened. <laughs> Evidently, I, just like that get, turkey leg. I would probably get rid of uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge because it's just kind of out there in the middle of nowhere. Yes, but you know the, what makes it worth being out there is is the Savannah View rooms. I mean, it, those those rooms are phenomenal. And you can't get that anywhere else. Like, I, look, I love I love the contemporary, and I love the Polynesian, and I love the Grand Floridian, but you don't get that same experience that you do at Animal Kingdom Lodge. But but yeah, that's a haul. I mean, I think when you talk about those the, when you talk about those big four resor- resorts, God, I can't talk right now. Um, I think you got to look at the restaurants that are in those resorts too that you're getting rid of. I think that's the differentiator, and that's how you separate it. Because I mean, are you getting rid of the Polynesian? There's a, there's a million reasons not to get rid of Polly. All right, contemporary. No, no it's my it's kind of like as a kid, it it was the resort I dreamed of staying in. All right, Grand Floridian. Uh, no, I mean the Grand Floridian. Now as an adult, now, now as an adult, it's the resort he dreams about staying in. So, so there you go. I mean, it's got to be Animal Kingdom Lodge. I mean, if you can get rid of one there, Disney transportation, what, about what are Riviera? you getting rid of? What about the Riviera? Oh, you got the Riviera tea. Topolino's might be the best restaurant at Disney. That you can get in, because you can't get into Vicky's. And you can't re- get rid of Grand Floridian, because you still need a chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think that I think that, that was actually that was actually a good off the wall question there, Matt. Tom's feeling bad, so had, he's he's patting me on the back now. No, if I had zapped you like I tried to a couple minutes ago, we wouldn't have ever gotten that question. That's true. Um, it's but like anyway, a, it's bye like bye a China. listener question. He's like a listener. 
<laughs> Since he never is on the podcast, I think he's just a listener at this point. I mean, I, I'm going to have to go back and listen to how many I've missed recently because I don't think it's been many. Tom's holding on to this joke, and it's the joke that'll never never stop. I mean, he's going to get he's, – he'd be upset if I wasn't here. I can promise you that because he'd have to talk to Pete all day. Nobody wants to do that. Well, how about, how about we get talking about some uh, secrets and trivia questions? Let's do it. Let's do it. What do we got? So we're going to the uh, secret of the night, and we're talking about, I feel like we've kind of ragged on Animal Kingdom, so we're talking about Animal Kingdom. Um, did you know that Imagineers wanted guests to get lost and explore the Oasis? Good thing none of us got rid of that. So they put plenty of hidden details throughout the entirety of it that most people miss as they rush through on their way to Pandora. Or to Exhibition Avatar Everest. Flight of Passage, yeah. <laughs> there are waterfalls there are animal exhibits and even a secret suspension bridge and cave that you can go through to get a great view of the tree of life so next time you're in animal kingdom if you have some time to kill uh, or on your way out of animal kingdom maybe try and spend some time in that area that is known as the oasis gonna go to the trivia question of last week we asked where in toy story land can you find a nod to the year 1995 it's of course a reference to the year that toy story the original movie hit theaters you can find it on rex's toy box as your beginning the beginning to uh to go on the attraction right when you get loaded in before you take off you can see it on the label of the toy box i think it actually is referencing the price of the toy $19.95 so going to the trivia question of this week where can you find the dedication plaque for disney's animal kingdom parks opening day it is actually inside of the park and it's it's kind of hidden uh but uh, again, you can find the opening day dedication plaque for the Disney's Animal Kingdom. Um, I'm, I'm looking for where you can find that and be as specific as possible based on the answers. If if uh, it's a pretty high-level answer and that's all we get, we'll, we'll give it to you. But I, I'd love if you could actually give me give me some details there. You can tweet us at podcast or email us at mendoww.gmail.com with your guesses. And I'm pretty sure that every park has their dedication plaque hidden. Not hidden, but placed somewhere inside of it, right? Pete, I don't know off the top of my head. I'd, I'd have to, uh, I'd have to double check. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that they do. But anyway, look forward to your answers on that. With that, uh, that's all we've got for this week. Please tune in next week for some more Disney magic. Look for us on the Twitter at WDW Podcast. If you have any suggestions, questions, comments, please tweet us or email us at mendoowdw@gmail.com. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. It really does help us out. Thank you so much for listening and giving us the most valuable thing you have, your time. We'll see you next week.